0: Joey Edge and Chris Martinez, and we are Frontboard Sitting. Chris, we're sponsored now. Tell them about it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, for those of you who missed uh, last week's show, shame on you. Uh, you shouldn't have missed, but if you did, we are sponsored by JW Weaponry now. Um, the show is growing for sure. We really appreciate all of your interactions and listens. Um, if you could do us a favor, like and retweet on Twitter. Your followers will understand. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Just push the button. Let, let the chips fall where they may. Um, but then on whatever platform you listen to, whether it's SoundCloud or iTunes, um, like, subscribe. and stuff makes a difference, it kind of drives the show, uh, then it really helps us out. So any of that's appreciated. Um, but then as far as JW Weapon is concerned, like, like I said, we're partnered up with them. Um, they're going to allow us to do some things a little bit closer to fall. That's going to be pretty cool for the listener. So stop by there. Give them a... Tell them that we sent you, of course. That's important. And, uh, I don't know, buy some shit, man. They're good They're good people. Good people over there. They also have a website,
2: jwweaponry.com. If you want to visit that, that would be great.
1: Definitely. They have all kinds of sales all the time. They're on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Find them, like them, share them. We, uh, we would appreciate it.
2: Well, now that that's out of the way, Christopher, Yeah. what did you do this weekend, man?
1: Alright, this weekend, well I worked on Saturday, uh, then went to Live Oak, hung out with my fiance's father for Father's Day, drank some beer, Uh, we watched Florida State win a tight ball game versus Arkansas. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so they beat Arkansas, played cards against humanity, just hung out, man, it was a solid Saturday, and then on Sunday, kind of relaxed, and then kind of did the same thing um, with my dad, hung out by the pool, kicked it, it was my stepmother's birthday, happy birthday Mary Lynn, Nice, happy birthday um, So we celebrated birthday and Father's Day all in one evening So, good time at the Martinez residence Biford, what about you, bud?
0: <laughs> well, I took it easy this weekend because I'm gearing up for a big
2: weekend Where'd oh. you take it easy at, Bradford?
0: I see my dad Sunday, so that was fun
2: <laughs> What'd you do Saturday, Bradford?
0: <laughs> I was also in Live Oak <laughs> <laughs> Who
2: were you hanging out with, Bradford?
0: Ricky Allen Okay. All
1: right. Fair enough. Just say Chris. Yeah, whatever, man. Whatever. What about you, Joey? What did you do, Father?
2: Uh, very little actually. Um, Saturday, what did it, I played golf Saturday morning? It wasn't very pretty. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't <laughs> was wasn't quite as fun as it was last weekend, right, or the weekend before. Um, and then my mother and father were actually camping at uh, Spirit of the Swanee, and so me and the wife and children went over there and. We had a good old time on a Saturday evening, afternoon. We went to the river, went to the springs. We we, we just kind of rode around on the golf course. We actually had a good time, and then uh, cooked supper there. And how do they camp, like uh, in a in a fifth wheel? Okay, yeah, in a that's how you do it. Yeah. No tent. No, there's no tent. They don't no God no. My family would never camp in a tent. My <laughs> yeah. mom would back in the day. And my dad would pretend like he would, but then like seven seconds later he's like, All right, let's get out of here, let's find a hotel. That's <laughs> not camping, pops, but whatever. <laughs> I'm with him though, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um and then Sunday I did very, very little. I hung out at the house with the uh with the wife and kids and that was that was literally it. I mean we, we just kinda did nothing, really. Tight. Yeah. Perfect. Wasn't bad at all.
0: Uh, we got... Go ahead, Bradford. I was going to say, it's time for quiz down.
2: Who's so, up?
1: Uh,
0: you are up, sir. I'm up? Oh, yeah. It's oh,
1: on sh- you. Oh, no shit. I'm ready.
0: So, um, uh, Joey, I'll get first. Yeah, go Uh I was recently showing my nephew the Malice in the Palace, and it made me kind of think, Chris, if you had to choose one loose cannon from the NBA to have your back in a fight, who would you choose?
1: Ooh. Oh, man. Um, Solid question. That is a really good question. I wish I could have known it was coming. Uh... <laughs> dude I don't know I'm going to regret this like when I listen to it I'm like oh, I should have said so and so I mean freaking I guess probably Steven Jackson Ron Artest I mean one, the guys that were in the mouth. Yeah, the, mouth. Mean, the dudes that were knocking people out left and right yeah that'd be fine with me I mean initially it came to mind was like uh, Beer, right for the Pistons right. bad boy Pistons I feel like he would like he would probably throw some throw some blows but I don't know yeah that, that if I had to take one either Lance Stevenson or Steven Jackson
2: yeah, I could see that I'm actually I'm actually okay with that I was gonna ask current but you said Lance Stevenson so that's he's current yeah all right let's go uh, let's go back to your coaching days for a minute
1: okay I enjoyed that
2: yeah if if you could go back in time and change one thing in game about your any any baseball bas- or not basketball baseball or football what would you change
1: all right so I know the game uh, when we played Vieira in the semifinal, it's not necessarily an in-game change. Um, I'll give you both. If I could change anything as far as like the week preparation, yeah, we would have tackled live.
2: Yeah. Against um, Vieira.
1: Against Vieira. Okay. The two weeks leading up, we didn't. We were a little bit banged up. And those guys knew how to play football. I'm by no means saying that we were soft. But if you don't tackle live for two weeks, I mean, it's, uh, it's that's a tough adjustment whenever you're playing a team like Vieira, who has team speed, who's going to put you in space, and is going to make you tackle. And so that was one thing that I would go back and adjust. We would tackle live, maybe not all the time. We would mix it in for a period or two at practice. We didn't, uh, and that's what made that team so good. is we went good versus good all year, yeah. and I promise the practices were better than the games. Um, they were physical as shit. I mean, there's times we had, we'd have to shut the practice down because somebody was gonna get hurt. Right? Like, uh, between like legally clean, like it wasn't gonna be anything cheap, but it was gonna be. It, it was violent. That was a violent group. They were good, but the in-game adjustment—it's uh, a little bit, little bit nerd, a uh, little bit tactical here. But I would widen out my outside backer to the field. So what they did, what, and then that time it was a freshman, a true same, freshman, same game, uh, same game. Yeah. Okay. So it was a 14-year-old kid that is Jalen Brown. Uh, he was on varsity as a, a, a freshman. He's 14 years old in was that very in, good that game. Yeah, he was very good, but he was green, and so he never. And, not, and in his defense, he's not supposed to. We're, we were supposed to pick that up, and we didn't pick it up till too late. But they were they were doing some things with their alignment and their split with the slot receiver, which was putting him tighter to the box. And then they were creating an alley, essentially, between the number one receiver closest to the sideline and then the slot receiver. They were creating like a lane. And then they were exploiting that, making him have to play in all that space. Um regardless whether it was a jet sweep or a bubble or anything back flaring, they're putting him in a lot of space, way too much space. He should have been put in. So I wish we could have picked up on that a little bit earlier. And maybe wouldn't have changed the outcome of the game, but um, I would be, I would like to see how that went. Cause if we'd have beat them, I believe we would have, well, we'd have at least played Aquinas better than they did.
2: Agreed. You're a smart dude. Just so you know, very smart dude. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, that's
1: not bad. That was a little deep. You guys got any questions on that, let me know. I'll shoot you some, uh, I got some stuff on that.
2: Yeah, I, I, I got some questions, so when we get done, yeah. I'll uh, we'll talk right. about it.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Alright, one last for quiz down, man. Uh, how you feel this next weekend coming up?
1: Man, I'm 29. I'll be 30 here soon, and anyone that knows me knows I wasn't sure I was ever going to see this day. Um, yeah, but I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for the future. I'm getting married uh, in two days. Friday. In... Uh Lake Tahoe, California. Notice the song at the beginning. So there we go. We tied that in. Tied that in for you. But yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I'm I'm uh <laughs> I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I I've uh, I've lived I've lived my time. My I've done my time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm good.
2: Alright, last quiz down question. I'm gonna piggyback off of that real quick. What uh what is the one thing that you're most excited about returning home as a married man? Um
1: I would say just like the the proposition of the future. So, like what that means, like having a family and because I I want to be a football coach. I want to be an NFL player. I want to be all these things. But I think the thing, and I can truly say it, people that know me know, you guys know. But the one thing I I want to be more than anything else is a dad. And so I'm excited about the the proposition of, of seeing what that looks like in the years to come. Of uh, hopefully, if if I'm blessed, the Lord blesses me with whether it be a daughter or son, healthy. I mean, just a kid. I'm 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 excited to be a, a, a dad in the future. No one's pregnant or anything. We're not trying, <laughs> like, but just down the road In years to come, I'm I'm excited, like one step closer to uh, to that. So excellent, definitely. Right. That's, that's,
0: that was excellent. Well well said. All right, Joey, it was time to talk some NBA. Man, we've had a big week. Tell us about it.
2: It was a big trade that went down. Yeah. Was there? was there a yeah. trade? Yeah, maybe not big, but it was a trade. It was big. Uh, the Lakers getting Anthony Davis, Christopher. How do you feel about it? Who won? Who lost? What's your thoughts on that? I'm tired. I'm not tired. I don't agree with the people saying. It just depends on
1: whose camp you're in, I guess, whether you think somebody won or lost. Like I feel like the Lakers won. Their window is small. They don't have LeBron at LeBron's level for much longer. So, yeah, they're going to have to risk a little bit. They're going to have to give up some assets to pair an elite player. And Anthony Davis is elite mm-hmm. with him right now. Um, and the Pelicans, if you're a Pelicans fan or you hate the Lakers or whatever, then you think they won because they got assets. They got players, a young core to build with Zion. Um, and they were going to lose Anthony Davis anyways. So right. I think, honestly, I feel like maybe they both won. I think the Lakers have now become... I held more. I have a lot more attractive um, destination for NBA veterans and and, and teams that, because Houston's eroding. I don't know what the hell's going on there. It's happening live as we as we're recording. So by the time you hear it, there may be something new out that hasn't happened yet. Um, but I mean, they they seem to be falling apart. And right. then Golden State, what they have going on? KD's probably gone. He's not healthy anyways. Clay might leave as well. He's also not healthy. So. I'm not saying that the Lakers walk in, but if they add another piece that's pretty damn good, I mean, they have, what, Kuzma, Anthony Davis, and LeBron? You can say what you want. You said it while we weren't recording. LeBron's going to choke. I mean, I-, I hear you, but he did just play in eight straight finals, so, uh, you know, it was the East, but, uh, you know. That's just my that's my take on it. I-, I think the Lakers won for what they need right now, and I think the Pelicans won for what they need, because they they're they're going more gearing more towards the future. The Lakers need it right now, so I admit, trade makes sense to me.
2: I don't disagree with any of that. Actually, I think that uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're pretty pretty spot on there. I mean, usually like am
1: you, usually usually am am ever. <coughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think that um, and like you said, the 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 window is small, right? Anthony and, Davis is elite. Yes. But has Anthony Davis ever played in a big-time game in the NBA? No, but... I mean, will he, he make the playoffs? Not as in, will the team make the playoffs? Will he actually make the playoffs and be able to play, or will he be injured? Because that seems to be a common theme with Mr. Davis. I mean, it's a, it's I It's a lot of risk is all I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's not worth it. I'm not saying that it is worth it. I don't really know whether it was or not for them. Obviously, they felt it was, so that's really all that matters. But... I just think A.D. is a little bit on the injury-prone side. I think that he's never really played in those moments. And I don't know how he'll react to playing in those moments with LeBron James.
0: Can I weigh in on this? Please. Uh, <laughs> Lakers fan, so if you look at the Lakers... First, first time caller, long time listener. <laughs> If you look at the Lakers, anytime they've been good, they did something like this. They don't build the draft. I mean, back in the 70s with magic, but that was about it. Here's the thing. In 2000, they went and got Shaq. We know what happened there. Him and Kobe dominated. In 2008, they went and got Pau Gasol. We know what happened there. Him and Kobe dominated. They tried it with Dwight. It was a huge failure. Yeah. And Steve Nash, and that just didn't work out. Now they're going to try it one more time because here's the thing. The Lakers are not a patient team. They want to win now.
1: Right. They're they they're like the Yankees of basketball. Like they're gonna pay for. They're not gonna be like the A's and go try and find value and, and keep them in the farm system. And they're not that's like you said. They're not building through the draft. They're not building through development. They want a guy that's ready to go right now. How much do you need to be paid? Okay, we'll stroke this check. Like it doesn't matter. But then to answer your question, Joey, or just kind of go back to it. As far as um, Anthony Davis in that moment. Okay, we can't talk... I, I can't obviously speak on injury luck, but look at the damn Warriors. Like, hell... The, it, can, it,
2: it can happen to anybody. Boogie Cousins,
1: I mean, a lot of them cats appear injury-prone. Uh, Chris Paul, I mean, you know, he, he was banged up the past two finals, and he was a shell of himself here recently. But and to your point about Anthony Davis in the big moment, I think it's still... As long as LeBron's playing, it's still LeBron-Anthony Davis. So if they, if they fail... No one's going to be coming to Anthony Davis. It's yeah. still going to be at, they're going. We're going at LeBron. You know what I mean? Like,
2: so I, I don't know, man. They used to go at Chris Bosh pretty hard.
1: Uh, yeah, because he was subpar. He was freaking terrible. I mean, if he played like shit. Yeah, we're going to... him. Come on now, dude. Don't don't try to tell me come Chris on, Paul man. was great. I, I mean, uh, Chris Bosh.
2: Yeah, I come mean on. he wasn't all. The man averaged like twenty two and twelve for three years with them, and people acted like he was a garbage jet truck. <laughs> He wasn't that bad. He
1: shrunk in big moments, man. We're talking about big moments. If we're talking about big moments, he shrunk in big moments.
2: He was in the big moments. He, we'll see right. what, yeah, we'll, they we'll see what Anthony Davis does.
1: Well, We will see. I mean, I, I think, if, okay, you want Chris Bosh or Anthony Davis? Which player do you want?
2: Right now? Uh, or when, in their primes?
1: When they're in their primes.
2: That's tough for me. I'm I, not
1: talking about Bosh in Toronto. I'm talking about when he was in Miami. He was in the back end of his prime. I mean, he was still in his prime. 22-12 and 12 is pretty damn good. Anthony Davis. Okay, yeah, same. So, we'll see. It's intri- It's intriguing to say the least. I think that Lakers have to be the odds on, I don't want to say favorites, but...
2: I mean, they, look, they have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They got two of the... Six. We'll call them six best players in the yeah. league. They got to be the favorites.
1: And then what are they saying now? Kimba Walker is potentially coming too? I was just well, about to you ask. You like Kimba though.
2: I was just about to ask who you thought would be the third superstar with them because they said Kimba, Kyring. Uh, I mean, uh, I like Kuzma. Kuzma can play a little I like bit Kuzma. now. I really do.
1: Uh, he's underrated. and He's going to be asked to do even less now. Yeah. I mean, not, he, I don't know. I, I think with the Lakers, they have to get a couple more pieces. I'm confident that they will. I don't like the Lakers, but I, I, it's interesting. I, but I'm they, tired of the Warriors is what I'm tired of. But
2: they have to get one of three of Kawhi. <laughs> They're not getting Kawhi. I don't think so. Uh, Kyrie or Kembo.
1: I would prefer them to get Kyrie. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he's his, He's just a damn... He's, I feel like he's a problem. I feel like he's. A, I feel like he's. Excuse my language. If you got kids, cover their ears. I feel like Kyrie's a bitch.
2: That's not the worst thing you've said on the show. I'm not sure why you not, not for that one. <laughs> Tonight it is, right? Uh, oh, yeah. We deleted the other yeah, part. Yeah, I said you the F word, <laughs> but we deleted it. That's right. I That's forgot That's not about actually that. about that. Good editing. Yeah. 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 Thanks, editor. Um, yeah, we, we,
1: we cut the F-bomb out. It that, that came in the first three minutes. in the first three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fourth word out of your mouth. True.
2: Fair enough. Anyways, <clears throat> sorry, back on track. Yeah, I, I think that ultimately it's Kyrie, and I don't really know why. I just have that feeling that it's Kyrie and not, not I think Kimba. He, I think Kimba would be more fun. I'm a huge fan of Kimba Walker. I like Kimba Walker. Love Kimba Walker. But, what, about, um, what about Kawhi? Where do you think he ends up?
1: Um. So everything that I've been seeing today uh, is the Clippers, right? I mean, that's what I've been. That seems to be
2: the most common. Where he's from, from the I LA mean, area. I I
1: don't know. I I'm conflicted because I kind of would like to see him stay in Toronto. Um, but I don't know. I don't know that he does. I guess. I guess if I was a betting man, I would say Kawhi probably ends up with the Clippers, but. I also would not be shocked at all if he stayed in Toronto. I mean, what they just did, and it's just going to get easier, in my opinion, because Kyrie's moving, he's leaving. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like the East got
2: easier. They, they pretty I mean, much they, handled it last year. I mean, the Sixers, were, they were close. The Bucks and them, I mean, they uh, the Bucks, they, play, yeah, the they Bucks. played multiple good series. It wasn't like they just ran Yeah, the East, the East.
1: It, it, they I have to, myself included has to kind of drop that stigma of the East being bad cuz they really weren't. Yeah, no, they've gotten bad. a
2: lot better the last several years. Yeah, the with the Taylor, addition man. of I mean the Sixers especially. I mean they yeah. And then Giannis, I mean
1: dude, he changes the game by himself. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I'm actually intrigued a little bit by the NBA. I hate the injuries with Durant and the guys, but that kind of um I mean Durant, Durant was probably moving anyways, but to where? uh wait new york is everything that i was understanding i mean yeah I mean, that's that seems to be the common, the Knicks i mean yeah,
2: that seems to be the common uh common landing spot that i've seen
1: now let me ask you does <clears> does his injuries does that change anything
2: i mean with money or with where he goes
1: well i feel like those go hand in hand because i mean if he, i don't't don't don't really he's not don't. getting if he's not getting a super max then i mean he's gonna stay put and get the because you get more money if you stay where you're stay where you're supposed to be
2: yeah, i I don't think it changes much. I don't think I don't think I think people are are okay taking that risk with a player of his caliber.
1: I agree. I I think I think it. <laughs> I think he loses a little bit of leverage. Like I don't know that you see the exact. I mean, I guess somebody's going to pay that cat, so you might as well be the one to pay him. Like somebody's going to pay him for him. The I think it's Max. between
2: Golden State and and New York. I think he leaves Golden State.
1: I do. I think he goes. I mean, I think I think he's a New York Nick. Is what I think. And I wouldn't be surprised if Kyrie's there with him, and Kimba's in uh, L.A. It wouldn't shock me. It'd be interesting. But I think. Oh, but Kyrie, he wants to go win right now too. And KD is not going to be el, you know, able to give him that right away. So that may be. I don't know. It'll be fun to watch. I really don't know. It's interesting to interesting to think about and talk about for sure.
2: I'm with you though. I, I like. I'm not a huge NBA fan anymore, but. I got a little bit intrigued by the playoffs this past year and now I'm I'm really interested in the free agency and seeing where yeah. Kawhi ends up which I I'm with you I think he he's either a Clipper or a Raptor. We've agreed way too damn much on this show. We're about to get uh, somewhere where we don't, I believe. I think I think you're probably right. Um but I it's it's intriguing and I'm actually for the first time in and, and many years excited about
1: it's like a it's like a soap opera. I don't give a give a shit about the basketball game. I wanna know <laughs> the off the off court storyline. Yeah, this, this
2: is the two K stuff right here. This is yeah. the two K generation. Yeah so. for sure I'm excited about it though. I think it'll be fun.
1: Yeah, I think so too.
2: So what's next boss?
1: Oh you know uh Florida State baseball? Yeah, how are they doing in the World Series? <laughs> Well, if you'd ask me last night at this time, I oh know this time I still would have said bad. But I mean, they just got beat by Michigan, who we both were on here saying came to this World Series to lose, and uh, they're they, they have promptly gone two and zero.
2: Listen, if you if you listen to us talk about a secondary sport, hockey, uh, college baseball, uh, NBA. Um, just go ahead and take what we say and do the opposite And, <laughs> and uh, cash out your winning tickets in the Vegas world It'll be fun We we'll only need, we'll need 10% Just 10%
1: That's it Um. Yeah, so Michigan handled their business But they, the kid that they pitched, I mean, he was a lefty he was like 90 to 92 from the left side with his fastball And then he had a damn good changeup A damn good changeup And then he also had a damn off-speed Like a little slider curve, whatever you want to call it It moved a little bit um, but he had all three going for strikes, and so I knew we were in trouble whenever he kept having them like nine pitch inning, seven pitch inning, eleven pitch inning. I was like, "Oh shit, he's gonna go the damn distance," and he did. Yeah, complete game. Uh, they beat us two zero, but sometimes you got to tip your hat. I mean, that was one of those times where he had his stuff. Uh, they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't hit anything hard often, and when they did barrel it up, they hit it right to somebody. So. Uh, Michigan deserved the win for sure, but so they'll play Texas Tech tomorrow or today when you guys listen to it. They'll play Texas Tech um, for an elimination game, and then whoever wins that game will have to go play Michigan twice. So um, I was wondering why the damn other Mississippi State Vanderbilt game wasn't no, on. It's, it's I just looked like, over. I just yeah. looked over my shoulder at the TV, and it's postponed due to weather. <laughs> so. These assholes or these jerks are getting to watch the TV behind me. So (laughs) Um, No, I I mean, Florida State's in an okay position. Obviously not ideal. You'd rather be 2-0 and have to get beat twice. You know what I mean? But I don't know, man. (coughs) We'll see.
2: I will say this. Going back to Michigan, anytime – and I tell every pitcher that I've ever come across this, but if you can locate a fastball and you can throw a good changeup for a strike – you don't need anything else. No, you're right. I, I mean, that's all you need especially from the left side. If you can locate your fastball in and out, up and down when needed, but mainly in and out, and you throw a good changeup, you can be successful against any hitting team on planet Earth. Period. Without a curveball. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much what happened. I mean, like you said, he had a he had a spinner and it was he spun it. It was, it was okay. okay he, but his two best pitches were locating fastballs and the changeup.
1: Yeah, and then he was damn and then he was able to pitch backwards. Uh, yeah, late we'll be, in the game. Yeah. So like Perfect. late. That's yeah, what you're
2: supposed to do. It's ideal. So yeah.
1: those cats were looking at you know first pitch fastballs all game, and he was damn locating them. So he, nothing got hit hard. And then like I said, if it got hard, got hit hard, it, it he got the lucky break, and it was hit to somebody's glove. Um, the left fielder for Michigan got the worst reads I've ever seen an outfielder get in my life, and somehow or another was able to catch the damn baseball. It was just. It was a shit show, clown show out there in left field, but he never got hurt by any of his terrible reads. <laughs> um, but I mean, the, but then the pitcher was able to come back late in the late in the game, seven, eight, ninth inning, and pitch backwards. And when we say pitch backwards, most everyone that listens knows. But he's throwing his off speed stuff early for strikes. All right, um, and so, then you
2: can throw whatever late in the count. It didn't matter. Yeah, he, yeah, once you go, once you go up O two or one two one ball two strikes, then you can kind of throw, yeah. you know, whatever, well, whenever, and and everybody's guessing then. He so. he he,
1: we, he never got deep into account. So we never even got to them two balls. It was, <laughs> it was it was it was a, a quick outs. So I think he threw less. I think he finished the game on his hundredth pitch through nine innings. That's strong. Yeah, I mean that's, hey, tip your hat. He yep. beat, he beat our ass. So, um. Yeah, Florida State—they'll be okay. We'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. They got obviously get a win. It's it's do or die now. So, um, but Joe, you and I were disagreeing a little bit. We probably a little bit too much on Twitter. We should have stopped and saved it for the show. But um, Florida State is going to be making a coaching hire here in the. Now, let's be honest. They've
2: already made the coaching hire. Yeah, they probably have. But why do you think it's why do you think it's the wrong one? I... <clears throat> so, how long has he been there right now? Twenty-two years. So he's been there for twenty-two years. We'll say, how long has he really been running the show?
1: Uh, I'd say five. How many
2: times? Have maybe more. You? Maybe more. I'm not sure. Yeah, say, we'll call it seven. How many times in those seven years have they made the College World Series?
1: I believe once. I believe right now. Maybe maybe twice. I don't have the numbers in front of me, so if I'm wrong, please don't. But, yeah, tweet me. It's fine. But I believe once.
2: Okay. My my only issue is, and it's not that I don't think he's going to do fine, and it's not that you don't want you know the continuity of the staff and blah, 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 blah. But you know what you're getting. Sometimes it's okay to want the unknown because you never know if that unknown is freaking great. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, I hear you.
2: I know what I'm getting. I know where you're going with this. With Mike Martin Jr. I know what I'm getting. You don't,
1: don't, I don't think you know. I don't think you, I don't think you, you don't really know. He's looking at me crazy right now. You don't really know because right now, okay. So let me just save your point because I like where you're going with this. But let me just interject. Okay. Right now, Mike Martin is junior. Is the damn they only have what two two paid assistant coaches right in college football baseball? They have a head coach paid, and only they're only allowing two paid assistants. Right. So there's so Tyler Holt right now, who we know, who I played with, who I really liked, who is there's a there's
2: more paid assistants, but they're not paid. They're not through. paid
1: by the. They're not paid by the university. Right. I don't know where they're getting their they're money paid. from. I don't. know. Well, okay, maybe. But anyways, but yeah. So you have Mike Martin, the head coach does he does not go recruit like he does not go get in his car and drive to Atlanta to watch a ball game he's not going to do that he's not going to scout he doesn't do any of that so he's not really running practice I'm not trying to demean the to demean the guy but he's kind of riding it out at this point and he has kind of been so every single player in that program that's committed to the University of Florida State has committed to Mike Martin Jr. because the end date has been known agreed right so not only is he going out and recruiting virtually solo Right? He's also somebody has to run practice. So they're they're getting they're a little bit less there, right? So I, my point is if you hire Mike Martin Jr., hey, you're getting someone who knows how the shit is done. It's a continuity hire, and in today's game, I think that's extremely important. Um I think he's probably earned the I, I think he's probably earned the option. He's coached our base for almost damn twenty years now. Um had they had they overachieved? No, they haven't. But hell for 40 years they didn't go in and win one either. So my point is, I think they're close right now, right? Would you agree that they're close? Like they're always in the mix. Like they're winning forty games a year. They're always making some type of regional. They haven't missed the regional, so they're they're in the postseason. That yeah. means you're close. I, I feel like I feel like you're close at I mean, that. 64 point. Sixty
2: four teams make the postseason. It's like college I mean, basketball. Sixty four teams make the postseason.
1: <clears> so <throat> yeah, you know, I, I understand that. I I still feel like they're close, and I feel like once now, if you make them to they, head let coach, me ask you
2: this. In the last ten years, are they closer than they were the ten years previous to that? I don't know. I was, the answer is no. They're not like, even close.
1: I was like, I was like nineteen. Yeah. So well, they're they're not shit. even
2: close to they were as, as they're not close to the same team they were 20, 20 to ten years ago as they, as opposed to ten to now, like it's a whole different world.
1: And I don't think that has anything to do with Mike Martin Jr. What's they, you, what, it's documented. It's documented that they get into huge arguments because they have fundamental disagreements on how things should be done. But that's his dad and the head coach. So he he had he loses that battle. You go ask anyone. As a matter of fact, I think they talked about it on the broadcast that one guy they'll be they'll go games where one one will stand on one end of the damn dugout, the other stands on the other end because how how he wants it done is not how it's being done, and that's what can you do? That's a your father and b the damn head coach. Right, you, you can't undermine him. So I think I think I don't know. But I think that at the at the worst, you're going to be good. You're going to win 40 games a year. You you, you you agreed that. No, you're going to win 40 games a year. You're going to be good. You're going to have a good product on the field. They're, they're going to have a good product. They right. haven't fielded well. But I understand the goal is to win championships. I get that. But I think the difference whenever he's running the show, then now we have another paid assistant who can go on the road, who can go recruit, who can help run practice. I think you pick up another five or ten games potentially – but then you, you advance a little bit in the postseason. I, I feel like he's good for that. So we know where our floor is. We don't know where the ceiling is, right? But if you bring in a coach that we, nobody knows, nobody. I mean, we don't. There hasn't been enough good names. I, I talked. to Tyson Ellis shot me a name that I thought was interesting, and I think he has applied. Uh, and, and he's done a really really good job on the JUCO level. Um, but we don't know his floor. I don't know what his
2: floor what, is. What was the name?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'll, let me get it to my tweet. But we don't know the floor. And we don't know the ceiling, so
2: I think the unknown is what's more, more fun about this. Fun is not not good for business. No, it might not be, but neither it's is neither is not 40 putting wins. asses in seats. They're putting asses in seats right now. They what have if it? they win thirty-four next year? I mean, okay. I don't know for sure that the floor isn't less than forty wins. I don't uh, know that for I think sure. So. I I mean, it hasn't we, been for
1: forty years.
2: He's been running for twenty-two. Well, you just said he's only been running it for five, and or each ten. year, each year they've declined in those five.
1: Mm, I mean, you don't think it has anything to do with the man them going out?
2: I don't know. Are you going to go? If, I'm not you, close enough to the program to know that. Are you, know. Gonna, are
1: you going to Are you going to go somewhere if you have Clemson knocking at your door, South Carolina, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, Florida? Their coaches are solidified. I'm not going anywhere. Or and you got Mike Martin? It's like I'm retiring. It might be this year. It might be next year. <laughs> it might be your sophomore year. Hell, shit! I don't know. Hey, that's where you're going to go. That's to have. You a, got a point. I'm I'm not. I'm not, and not because I don't love Florida State, but just because who the hell they're going to bring in next? Right. So no, I mean the guy's name is um, Jeff Johnson from Chipola.
2: Jeff Johnson's. Uh,
1: yeah, he's Chipola won. runs a good program. That's right. what I know. JUCO World Series last three years they've won two of the three. Um, they got ten impact big leaguers, courtesy or uh, credit to Tyson Ellis on that. So.
2: It's also really easy I be opposed to, re- with that to recruit in ju- at the JUCO level because you can get those one, high school guys that are one and 15th and 20th round guys yeah. that are like, hey, "I'm not staying three years at a D1 school. My, I'm going to a JUCO to stay one to two.
1: My thought on this whole deal is, what has what has meat done to not deserve the opportunity? And then B, I don't, yeah, go ahead. And then, and then the second the second layer to it is, okay, so if you do hire. And I'm not trying to pick at you, but Florida should know better than anyone how in Florida State we're looking at it currently in the face. Like we're in a decision year right now. Like it, you think it's a slam dunk hire when it's made, and then the the unknown shows its ugly face, and now you're on the damn fourth coach in how many years now? I mean, at, at the University of Florida, like
2: yeah, uh, uh. I'll go part A first. I don't know for sure that he's not the right hire, right? I just think that it's a boring hire. You
1: well, and boring is okay sometimes, and I understand where you're coming from. But I just can't stand the four state fan that is so anti this guy for what? But for what? Like it's one thing to say that there's somebody better. Well, then give me the name, please. Yeah. But if but if if you can't name anyone better, you just don't want him because his last name's Martin. My I, I just I find that that's weird. I I don't understand that. Yeah, mean, I, and and I mean, there's a bunch of them. That you're you're not alone with this opinion. Right. But I would say, probably the majority of Florida State fans okay. are all in line saying, "Can't be him." Okay, um, <laughs> I about that word again. For freaking what? Why? Yeah. Why not? Give me a good reason. Why not?
2: Again, I don't have. No, a I know, good you, I know you can. I'm just Why saying. not? My, again, I just think it's. I mean, it's 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 just not.
1: It's a safe hire, but I think it's a safe hire with high upside, I guess is what I'm saying. So in my opinion, that's the right hire. Like, yeah, it's not flashy. It's not splashed. It doesn't – but it doesn't have to be. Like, the shit is rolling right now, kind of. I mean, right now it's helping because they're in freaking Omaha. So that's only helping his cause. But, I mean, they're still – you know, they had a bad, bad stretch through the year, but they were able to right the ship. I I just don't – I don't know that you mess with it, especially with – the guy has – he wants to do things different than how his dad's doing it. I don't know, man. And then part of me cuz he's going to keep Tyler Hold on staff. I mean, that's my guy. Yeah. I, there, I I don't know very many better competitors than that kid that I've ever played that play the game the right way. I mean, uh, he'll be a paid assistant. So, I'm I'm a little bit jaded there as well.
2: Yeah. Um part B to your question earlier Football's way different than than baseball, you know that. You can't you, you can't compare those two like a,
1: I'm talking about the hiring process I understand that I do sports different
2: But it, it's a lot easier to fail Or to miss on a football coach Than it is to miss on a baseball coach Baseball mm. if you recruit talent You can win period I mean Football yeah, too No mm, It's different
1: Whoa bro Jimmy's and Joe's Not X's and O's I promise you
2: I'm with you on that but you can, Dude, do, I, I but see, you can design game plans to put your guys in better situations. Whereas in baseball, you either miss it or you hit it or you throw a strike or you don't yeah, throw a now strike.
1: Now that is a little bit more individualistic, and so I agree with that. And we have to be careful here. Uh, <laughs> I, I, well, I say we, I mean I. I know. Uh, I've played for <laughs> some really good baseball coaches. Uh huh. And then I've been around some really bad baseball coaches,
2: with some really really good teams. Uh yeah. So you see what I'm saying.
1: Right, but, uh, no, no, you're making my point. I guess I am making your point anyway. Yeah, 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 you're making my point. So, yeah, I, and I'll leave it at that. And I, I need to move on from here um, just because I just uh, – I'm not trying to air anyone out. And I'm not airing anyone out. That's a very blanket general statement. I just we've – we've both been in it. You've done it. I've seen it. Like, it's – I mean, you know, you see travel ball and all that stuff. It's uh, it's widespread. And I've seen – you know, we, we've, we've just seen it. And we've been around ball enough. We've seen other, other programs have – great players and, and bad coaching and, and you see what happens so yeah that's that
2: yeah I mean I think we're going to get a chance to relive this conversation in uh, in three or four years because I think Martin's going to get hired and I think we'll uh, we'll see what happens after that
1: I think so too and I'll, I'll leave it at this um, as long as Florida State goes through the due diligence of truly trying to find the best candidate then I'll be I'm content like yeah. they need to go in and, and vet the the, the listees or the, the people that apply and as long as they truly go find the best candidate whether it be meat or some outside I'm fine I just I don't think it should be handed to him either like if he doesn't interview well if he doesn't have a good plan then no it it can't be your job just because your
2: last name is Martin I'll buy that story I agree with that so that kinda leads us into our next conversation that we actually just got a a question on uh, right before we started recording actually yep Um, and it's about basically travel baseball and getting to college right if i remember correctly Mm -hmm. is that correct yeah something like that um and and i I, man i've always had really strong feelings towards or against or whatever travel ball not necessarily travel baseball but like the year-around baseball that's what bothers me because that's what that's what destroys arms not when you play year-round it it destroys your arm destroys your body it destroys everything that you that you have as a baseball player like I've seen it. I, I yeah. promise, it's not a beautiful thing. Whenever somebody plays 300 games a year, I, I have a friend now, currently actually, and you do too, that played 300 games a year. And uh, by the time he was a senior in high school, his body was just worn the freak down, man. And it, it was it was rough to watch. Yeah, I mean, because I saw the kid as a as an eighth grader, ninth grader, and he was the, he was, including Mike Kirkman. I love you, Mike, but this other kid was better than Mike. Yeah, um, I, I've never seen a ninth grader better than him ever in my entire life. Nope. And uh, his senior year, he was just another dude, and that was, it was really disheartening to see, but it was because his, his legs were gone, his arm was gone, like he was, his body was worn down. And then when he got to college, he actually got a redshirt year, and it almost revitalized his, his, everything about him. And so he kind of regained his, his arm strength, and his legs actually came back underneath him, and he had a great college career. Um, so uh, thankfully for him, he actually, the, the redshirt year and the, the decision to go where he went was a positive for him. But uh, it could have turned out to be not so much a positive and he you know I'm glad I'm glad it worked out for him because he's a great kid great human being now um,
1: so I, I think this this whole question comes from um, ESPN's like infatuation with Michigan's roster like um, because they have inner city kids and they have uh, their coaches real big on um, like having athletes that that play baseball um, and, and, and when we say athlete we mean like dual sport multiple sport athletes and so like ESPN was. Oh, man, how about uh, – they were really um, all on Michigan's jock. That's about as nice as I could say it. Uh, super into their coach's philosophy as far as having athletes and, and multiple sport athletes and, and then teaching them to play baseball, um, which is kind of what I alluded to when I said the left fielder was getting the worst reads I've ever seen in my life. I'm not sure how many balls he's actually tracked off of a bat because you couldn't tell. Um but but he's athletic enough to recover, and he was able to make the catches, right, uh, or the plays that needed to be played. They were ugly. It was terrible. Every catch he had was like, oh god, is he going to catch it? And he was athletic enough to do it. Um, but and so like that's where it comes from. And so my immediate take is, I mean, I've I've kind of been wavering back and forth. I've been I've I've coached in a program where we wanted him to be virtually you know full year you know full round, uh, full year year round football player, like lift weights, run track condition but that's like straight
2: football all the time though. No, that,
1: that I just and, named three sports. Right. And you know football what I'm
2: saying? is much different than baseball as far as you can I mean, you can't be padded up all year round. You know what I mean? No.
1: So you, you lift weights, build your body, you, you then run track to lean out and get faster, and then you and then you go through the grind right. of football. Right. But, so, if,
2: but in baseball, if you throw 93 yeah. and you throw it year-round... No, you can't do it. Right.
1: You can't play summer ball, fall ball, and spring ball. You, just, you can, but not for long. Right. And so I, I think So the, the question was what? Do you have to play year-round to make it to the next level? It
2: just says travel ball, but I, I feel like so travel year ball round. implies year-round. Yeah.
1: And so my immediate answer is absolutely not, in, in my opinion. I mean, I think, I think there's, like you just said, there's something to be said for giving your body time to rest from a baseball mechanical point of view. So, not sit your ass on the couch and play Fortnite or no. play whatever games. No, no, no. Go play another sport. Go do. Go be active. Go let your body learn to be coordinated in another way and it will translate onto the diamond. Um, so, yeah, no. You can't go be a couch potato. Like, yeah, shit, no. That's not
2: going to work, but if you go and you and, still have to practice your art too like yeah, you even if you're playing another sport yeah. you still have to you know, occasionally get your body <laughs> yeah. into into whatever it is that you're playing baseball in this scenario form so i agree like,
1: i i know I, I mean i think i think no you you nailed it i think that's right like i was a, i was a victim of that i'd play football middle linebacker and then trying to go throw a baseball after not touching baseball for 6 months it was bad like <laughs> I, i'll never forget playing catch with my dad trying to get ready for tryouts or whatever, it wasn't really a tryout but, I, you know, he had, still had to go tryout and it couldn't look like a square and I remember trying to throw him the ball and at first, he was in the field and I was on the line and I kept throwing the ball all over the freaking place, so he goes, oh no, we're gonna <laughs> switch this I'm going to the line, you go in the field so that way when you overthrow me or bounce it or skip it, then it'll go to the fence and we won't have to chase it all over the place I could not, I had the yips so bad, but eventually came back, but had I Worked on my art and my craft. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have been in that situation. So <laughs> that was just a little flashback there. But what? What? I mean, what's your take? What? You, I mean, what do? You, I mean, I'm sure you probably pretty much the same. We tend to agree on this one.
2: Yeah, I, <clears throat> I'm a huge um, advocate of not playing any sport year round. Um, like you said with baseball, I think you know track, weightlifting, all that is not football. It's 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 different. It's, right. It's its own entity. I agree. Um, can you centralize it around football? Absolutely. Same way you can do it with baseball. Same way you can do. I mean, like you can do track and weightlifting and call it another sport. And I think that's where, like, a lot of numbers for, like, NFL draft and MLB draft. It is ridiculously skewed. That's where they skew it is, well, yeah, he played another sport. He played weightlifting. Yeah, okay, with the football coach. <laughs> with a football coach. Yeah. And he played track uh, with the football coach. With the football coach. Right.
1: Yeah, so it's funny. He's a three-sport athlete. Okay, go look at the actual chart and go look at how many times it's actually football, basketball, baseball. Right. Go look at that for me.
2: And there are those guys. Now, Mike Trout was that guy. They're
1: few and far between. Yeah. I'm, but I hate when they say, oh, dual-sport athlete. Ah, yeah, it's a little bit misleading. You can make numbers say what you want them to say,
2: right? But like I said, I think those guys are out there. They're just you know super athletic. Like Mike Trout's probably the best baseball player in the world, and I know for a fact that he played basketball and football in high school. So right. you can do it. It it can be done. Um, I, I
1: agree. I mean, you're you're you did it. You played basketball and football. I mean, uh, basketball and baseball. Right. I played football and baseball. Yeah. So I mean, it's only two, three would have been tough now.
2: Three definitely would have been tough, but, I mean, it's doable.
1: I, it, yeah, it is It is doable, but it, you have to damn sure go to the right high school with three coaches that are willing to work with each other because every damn sport has a summer program.
2: That's true. I, you know, I, I, I agree with that. So
1: that's changed a little bit.
2: And I think it's... I, <laughs> 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 Sorry, we're watching highlights, and Julio just destroyed oh, yeah, a human being's ridiculous. soul. Um, I think that... Uh, I don't know it's it's
1: I mean I think the easy answer is the more sports you play the better it is for your body and then most likely the better it is for uh, your advancement in whatever if God's blessed you enough to be good enough to go to the next level you're gonna be able to go to the next level I don't think you have to I don't think you have to centralize in just one sport I think that does more harm than good it does work for maybe some but I, I think as an as a very general blanket statement that you must you must specialize in one sport, I feel like that's extremely inaccurate.
2: Yeah, I mean that's basically how I feel about the situation as well. I, I mean I travel ball coaches will all tell you they can get you here, they can get you there, they can get you anywhere.
1: Hey, do they those guys get paid? Of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, they don't have a motive for saying those things, right? Of course not.
2: Huh, of course not. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of these guys like that's how they make their living is that is their job. That's I mean they they recruit kids to play on their travel ball team and tell you that you're, you know, this I was going to say something bad, that you're uh, a special special human being and that you're going to get drafted in the third round and they guarantee it. And then when your name's not called on draft day, then, then you wonder. But it's too late because you've already spent your $29,000 uh, in those in last three years on, with that guy.
1: Man, somebody just didn't see what I saw. Right. So just, sorry for that. Yeah.
2: I called these guys, and they were they were they were with you, but uh, not right now. Yeah. Later, eventually. Yeah. No. So, so
1: it's a, it, it's, it, it is a good thing, but it, just like anything else, there's people that w- are willing and will take advantage of that. Yeah. You know what I mean, so
2: yeah. At the end of the day, it's a business, and, and and if anybody tells you otherwise, travel baseball is a business and will always be a business for the next foreseeable future. It yep. used to not be that way, but it is currently a business, and that's how. That and it's really sad because it it does take advantage of children and their parents and yeah, uh, all that. But to answer the question, we have made this story very long, but to answer the question, I'm with you. I think that um, you can you can go play college without playing travel baseball. I can assure you, I did it. I do agree. All right. Last thing on the old agenda also came from Twitter, and we talked about it a little bit earlier. All these uh,
1: interactions, all these people are liking, retweeting, subscribing. Man, man, what a blessing!
2: Just interactions everywhere. Love it. (laughs) Um, what what about Brett Favre saying he's coming back in 2020 (laughs) to play football, and then now he later deleted it. So maybe it was a hack. Maybe it was. I know what it
1: was. Let me tell you what it was. Tell me what it was. Too many bush lights. Put he, this shit
2: down, Brett. He's been known to do that a time oh, or don't, two.
1: Don't, don't drink and tweet, brother. Or drinking Instagram, whatever. The heck. Just don't do it, man. I, man, I have so much good advice for these young young people out there, and and old people. I got I got great advice. A lot of it will never make the air, but damn, I got good advice. One that can make the air is don't drink and tweet
2: ever, ever for any reason. Not a good look. You remember Zach Smith, the co- the, <laughs> the coach at Ohio State? Good <laughs> I remember Zach Smith. Don't drink and tweet hey does he not have friends like after the first three went out somebody should have said hey bitch Uh, yeah I'm
1: calling you and I'm saying Joey put your shit away
2: I'm coming over to throw your phone in the ocean
1: yeah, stop it. Please. Stop. <laughs> so I think Brett was just one of them deals, man. He damn was he's been, known to, he's been known
2: to take some painkillers and do some yeah, bush lights. I mean, so. hey,
1: he's damn uh <laughs> do some bush lights. Joey sounds like the guy that goes to buy weed. I'll take one weed, please. One pot, please. <laughs> one pot, please. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many weeds do you have? <laughs> no, I mean uh I just think I think old Brett boy, I like Brett. I, I honestly I, I kinda wish he would come back. I, that would be fun. That would be fun for me to watch him God of my he'll still have a strong arm. Than Eli, oh,
2: Jesus Christ! <laughs> yes, no,
1: but I think I think old Brett, goddamn, uh, he was watching uh, that some bitch was watching some damn highlights, reminiscing. Was like, boys, I think I can still do this shit. He's damn three or four bluegills deep, saying, "Yeah, I can do it. He, We're here for it." It was matter of fact. Let me tweet this shit out to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> let them know I'm back on the market. I'm in the portal. <laughs> I'm in the portal, bitch. Hit my line. I'm ready. Yeah, I, not, I mean what I, else is it He doesn't really think he can come back and play
2: Why not he's only what 46 or so
1: dude I'm with it dude I wish he would I
2: wish he would And I you think know
1: be... all these, old, these uh, little young boys These jits out there chugging their beers and shit Matt Stafford, and Rodgers about gagged on his beer <laughs> Sissy ass boy But uh Brett Favre beat him on that I guarantee you ain't nobody chugging better than Brett Nobody uh, Matt Stafford opened his throat up a little bit he pulled a John Woodley. Yeah, he no, opened, oh, no,
2: bruh. no. We've talked about this before. When we, when Woodley was here, I'm taking Woodley over. Oh, anybody. I'm
1: still taking Woodley, but I don't know but if he I'm taking. I don't know if I'm taking anybody over Stafford
2: right now. Maybe not in the league.
1: Yeah, no, I'm definitely not in the league. Brett's still retired. He's the only one I'll give him a shot.
2: That's true. That old Copperfit must be doing him some good. Ooh,
1: man. That old Copperfit, Copperfit. Just for a, a small fee per show, you could be a sponsor. <laughs>
2: Alright Brad we'll Wrap this bitch up Hey
1: tell the people To like and retweet And stuff man That's
0: good Hey uh, my friend Wants me to tell you To like and retweet And stuff So <laughs> uh, Seriously <laughs> Like and retweet To free Five <laughs> stars Do what you gotta do I'm Brad Douglas do with you And Chris Martinez And we are from party City See you next time Slitter I get your ear eardrum like a slug to your chest Like a best for your jimmy in the city of sex We in that sunshine state where the bomb ass him be The state where you never find a dance floor empty And pimp speed on a mission for them greens Leave me money making machines Serving fiends I've been in the game for 10 years making rap tunes Ever since honeys was wearing Sassoon Now it's 95 and they clock me and watch me Diamond shining looking like I Rob Liberace It's all good To the bay, your city is the bomb if your city making pay. Throw up a finger if you feel the same way. Straight foot in the town for California. Trying to get a piece, baby. Sacramento Sacramento where you at